This is MSCI Perspectives, your source for weekly research insights as investors respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Adam Bass, and today is March 27th, 2020. This week, we spoke with Demetrius Mellis, MSCI's Global Head of Core Equity Research. Demetrius, you're calling in from St. Albans, is that right? That's right, Adam. This is a small town that's very famous in England for having the oldest pub in England. This pub has lasted for 1,200 years, but actually faces extinction now because of the crisis and because of the shutdown of all public venues that the the UK government uh, has implemented. I hope you get to raise a pint there again soon. So let's broaden the view a little bit. What's going on in the markets? What we've seen is that uh, volatility jumped quite abruptly in in, uh, late February and in in, uh, early March. In fact, only as recently as uh, mid-February, equity market volatility was uh, pretty low at around 10%. And it's now equity market, global equity market volatility is currently around 70% based on the MSCI global trading model. It's worth mentioning that according to our global trading model, equity market volatility peaked at 60% during the global financial crisis. That's incredible. Is the market panicking? My observation so far has been that markets have reacted quite rationally to this extreme um, uh, you know, economic shock that we're facing. This is rational behavior from the market? When you have an economic shock of this magnitude, obviously economic activity slows down. You know, the, the drawdown that we've seen so far in, in global equities, which is about 25% or 30%, depending on where you measure it from, given the circumstances that we're going through and, and the crisis we're facing, is actually a quite a rational market reaction. I don't think there's been evidence of any panic. And what were we looking at in terms of drawdowns during the global financial crisis? Well, back then, the drawdown uh, was in excess of 50%. Have there been any areas of the market that have been resilient or at least more resilient than others? We have seen a number of uh, areas in the market, defensive assets that uh, have actually outperformed. Selling has not been indiscriminate. And we've seen that both across asset classes as well as within asset classes. For instance, we've seen that cash and bonds have generally outperformed equities. Now, if if we look at the fixed income asset class, Again, we've seen evidence of flight to safety. Government bonds have outperformed corporate bonds. Uh, The yield on the 10-year U.S. uh, Treasury note has actually dropped by about 100 basis points in the last month or so, while the spread of corporate bonds over government bonds in in the U.S. has risen about 100 or 125 basis points over the same period. If you look at currency markets, volatility has shot up. But uh, the U.S. dollar and the Swiss franc, which are typically considered to be safe havens in in currency markets, have outperformed and and have rallied relative to other major currencies. It's also interesting to see what's been happening within equities. And again, we see clear evidence of flight to safety. If you look at sectors around the world, communication services, healthcare, utilities, some of the defensive sectors uh, that are less sensitive to the economic environment have outperformed. And finally, when you look at styles, style factors, size, quality, low volatility, and interestingly, sustainability have all outperformed. Interesting. So you're saying ESG has been performing like a defensive factor. Absolutely right. And 
you know, Adam, what's interesting here, what's, what's interesting about this crisis is that it provides a live severe stress test for some investment strategies and investment vehicles that are relatively recent and have gained a lot of acceptance in the market over the last 10 or 12 years since the global financial crisis. If we take a step back, if you think about some of the major transformations in the investment process over the last 10 or 12 years, we can certainly identify three major uh, structural changes. Greater acceptance and use of index investing and index strategies, greater use and rising allocations to factor investing and factor strategies, and finally, ESG sustainability over the last 10 to 12 years has increasingly gained more traction, more acceptance as investors around the world. So, you know, the current very uh, extreme uh, market environment provides a stress test uh, for these strategies that have gained a lot more traction and acceptance in the market over the last 10 to 12 years. And in fact, we're seeing that so far, index investing strategies in general have performed as expected. We also see that factor strategies have performed in line with expectations. For example, low volatility strategies uh, have defensive characteristics based on historical performance. But now we're seeing very much during the crisis, low volatility uh, has provided so far relative downside protection. In other words, uh, has enabled investors to, to weather the storm slightly better with uh, lower losses so far. Every time is different, obviously, but we have had crises before. How does this one compare? How did the market evolve during previous crises? The, the market turmoil that um, uh, was sparked by the coronavirus pandemic is really reminiscent of market conditions after the terror attacks in 2001 and also uh, during the onset of the global financial crisis in 2008. What happened in the previous extreme events that I mentioned is that actually the equity market continued to decline for a period of 6 to 12 months after the onset of, uh, of the initial shock. Volatility continued to rise. And what were the signs of recovery? What you will find is that uh, some of those uh, sectors and strategies that were hit quite badly during the crisis are actually the ones that tend to bounce back more sharply when the recovery starts to happen. Uh, so, for example, uh, small cap securities, uh, um, value strategies are very, very badly hit during the current crisis. And that was the case also in previous extreme market conditions. And Actually, in 2003, when markets started to recover, and also in 2009, it was those strategies that started to perform well. So, so look, typically investors look at uh, two or three different areas for signs of stability and recovery, uh, for signals that uh, uh, the environment is uh, improving and we may be coming out of the crisis. One of those areas is policy response. Uh, both uh, in this case, both fiscal and monetary policy response has been unprecedented uh, in terms of scale, but also in terms of speed. We have seen the, the Fed and other central banks slashing interest rates, and they've also injected huge amounts of liquidity into the global economy by purchasing fixed income securities and also by taking other quantitative easing measures. Fiscal authorities around the world have also announced a number of measures, tax cuts, other public spending measures designed to shore up, to support the economy. So in addition to policy response, investors are looking at uh, market volatility. And uh, in the previous uh, market crisis, what we saw is that volatility peaked and started to decline a few months before the market started to recover. Finally, the, the other indicator that um, 
very often investors focus on during periods of extreme market conditions is valuations. Uh, valuations of financial assets or, or equity markets in particular. Um, um, you know, if you look at previous crises, they declined substantially and started to look attractive before the market started to recover. And I think we can look to market action and market performance in, in Asia, perhaps, for indications of how markets uh, may evolve in the rest of the world uh, as we hopefully start to come out of this crisis soon. Before you go, Demetrius, I have to ask, what was the name of that pub you mentioned? The Old Fighting Cocks. And once this is all behind us, and assuming they're still open, will you be heading down to the Old Fighting Cocks? Without a doubt. <laughs> That's all for this week. Thanks to Demetrius and to all of you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on the MSCI LinkedIn page and to bookmark www.msci.com coronavirus for all our crisis-related content. Stay safe, everyone.